Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about verbs and nouns that are the same. If you're confused about what this lesson will be about, you'll find out in a moment. Sometimes when you're learning English, you'll actually see verbs that are the same as the noun or a noun that is the same as the verb. That means a thing that is the same as the action that you do with the thing. Um if you don't know what I mean, I'll give you a quick hint. Um something like a hammer can be used to hammer. I actually talked about this briefly in a short English lesson earlier this week but today we'll look at a little over 30 different words that work as nouns and also work as actions or verbs. So, very, very cool. It makes it easier. It's kind of like a two for one deal. You learn one word and you get two words in your vocabulary that you can use. So, once again, welcome to this English lesson about verbs and nouns that are the same. A bend and to bend. So, when you look at this spoon, you will see that there is a bend in the spoon. When you look at the spoon, it's not straight. There is a bend in the spoon. This means that someone must have bent it. Sorry to switch to the past tense but if you have a straight spoon and you want to put a bend in the spoon, you would bend the spoon. So, this is a, an example. Um our first example of a noun, the bend in the spoon is pretty severe. Uh, because someone wanted to bend the spoon. So, there's the verb. So, sometimes and in this lesson over 30 times, sometimes in English, the word that you use to describe the thing is the same as the action. So, if you want to bend a spoon, you grab it and you go like this and then there will be a bend in the spoon. Drink and to drink. Sometimes our kids uh want a drink. They'll say, I'm thirsty. Give me something to drink. I want a drink. Sometimes it's nice to have a drink on a hot day. In order to do that, you use the verb to drink. You can actually say sentences like this in English. I'm going to drink a drink because I'm thirsty or he drank a drink because he was thirsty. We use the word drink to to refer to anything that you drink. Oh, I'm hot. I just ran five kilometers. I need a drink. I think I will go uh drink some water. So, there you go. We can use both of them. A kiss and to kiss. So, listen to how I use these sentences. Sometimes someone will give someone a kiss. Sometimes they will kiss someone. In the first sentence, I'm using it as a noun. You can give someone a kiss. I'll I'll blow a kiss. I can give a kiss but I could also walk up to Jen and I can kiss her. So, we have a noun, a kiss and we have the verb to kiss. So, I was going to put a banana here but I decided it was better to put a potato because I've used a lot of bananas lately in my lessons but you can peel something and when you're done peeling it, The parts that you removed are the peel. When you peel a banana, when you use the action, when you peel it, you take the outside of the banana off. You eat the inside but then you don't eat the peel which is the noun. So, a banana has a peel. A potato has a peel and then in order to eat the potato or the banana, you need to peel it and by the way, this um 
tool here is called a peeler, a potato peeler. It probably has other names as well but in our house, we would call this a potato peeler. So, you can peel a potato and when you're done, you will have potato peels on the counter. By the way, we also define the word peel. So, we say banana peel, we say potato peels. Um usually plural with potatoes because there's a lot of peels laying on the table when you're done. This is something we do a lot in the winter in Canada. Um sometimes I have to find my shovel so that I can go shovel. I use my shovel to shovel. (laughs) It sounds kind of funny when you say it that way but if it snows a lot, I might need to find my shovel so that I can go shovel the snow. Um maybe you have a large pile of dirt in your driveway and you need to move it. You would need to find your shovel in order to shovel the dirt into a wheelbarrow so you could move it. So, if you have a shovel, you can use it to shovel things. Always handy to have a shovel. I would say uh it's it's good to have uh if you need a basic set of tools, a shovel is a good one to have, a good garden tool to have. This is one that I looked at in my short lesson. I did a little short lesson. I talked about a hammer. When you have a hammer which is a tool, you can use the hammer to hammer things. If my car had a dent in it, I could use a hammer to hammer out the dent. If I had a nail, I could use a hammer to hammer the nail in. And I did mention and I will mention here too, there are other verbs. You can pound a nail in. You can hit a nail in but you can also hammer a nail in. So, you can use a hammer to hammer. Very handy. Two words and you can use it or one word but you can use it in two different ways. Shampoo and to shampoo. So, shampoo is a liquid form of soap that you most often use for to wash your hair but you can also shampoo things. So, you can get carpet shampoo and you can shampoo your carpet in your house. You can shampoo your dog. Now, I will admit with this one, we more often use the word wash. I use shampoo to to wash my dog. I use shampoo to wash my hair but it would be correct to say I need to shampoo my hair uh before I go get a haircut. So, you can use it as a noun. You can use shampoo which is the actual bottle of cleaner. Um or um yeah, I'm saying liquid soap because the only word for shampoo is shampoo Uh, but you can use it to shampoo your hair. Another garden tool, this is a rake and you use a rake to rake things. So, a rake is a tool that you use if you want to smooth out the dirt. A rake is a garden tool that you use when you want to put a whole bunch of stuff into a pile. You might rake it together. So, uh, as much as a shovel is handy, a rake is also very handy. Sometimes it's nice to rake stone flat. We often get puddles in our driveway, little pools of water and sometimes I will shovel some stone into the hole and then I will rake it flat with the rake. So, I will shovel some stone with the shovel and I will rake the stone flat with the rake. Very handy, handy tool to have in your garden shed. A drill and to drill, you can see that this lady is holding a drill. 
A drill is a tool that you use to make a hole in something. She looks like she's working on something and she needs to drill a hole in it. So, she's using a drill. So, once again, the noun, a drill. Sometimes, you need a drill. You go to the store and you buy a drill because you need to drill holes in something. So, always, I keep saying this but a drill is also a handy tool to have. And then, a label and to label. Sometimes at school, I have a lot of different papers and I put those papers in folders to organize them and I like to put a label on each folder and then I write on the label what is in there. So, a label is usually a little sticker, something that will stick to a piece of paper. So, again, a label is something you put on something. The action of doing that is called labeling or to label. So, sometimes at the end of the semester, I will put things in folders and then I will find labels and I will label each folder. I will put a label on each one so that things stay organized. Labels are a handy way to keep things organized. I can write the name of each class on the label while I am labeling or while I label the folders. Uh, and then we have a flower and two flower. So these to me look like tulips. I think I've identified them correctly. They might even be parrot tulips. These are flowers. So we can say that Jen grows flowers on the farm. It's nice when I have a flower and I can smell it. But when when the plant grows, when it gets to the point where this happens, we say that they are flowering. Uh, in the spring, sometimes trees will get small buds and then the tree will flower. So, the verb form to flower means when the plant's flowers open up. So, it's nice to buy flowers for people and it's really nice in the spring when uh, some of the trees are flowering or in flower. It's nice to see them flower and then you can smell them. Let's see here. A pump and to pump. So, this is obviously a very old pump. This is not what you normally would see when you think of a pump in our modern era. But a pump is a device used to move water or at the gas station, there is a pump that will um, put gas in your car. But the action of using a pump is to pump. So, I will pump gas in my car at the gas station using the gas pump. If I had this in my yard, I could pump water. So, the verb form or action, I would pump water using a pump. A vacuum and to vacuum. So, I cheated a little bit on this one. Um, I'm not sure if you know what the word cheat means but to cheat is to um, kind of force this to work. A vacuum is normally called a vacuum cleaner but the short form is a vacuum. It's the machine you use to clean your floors. So, we have a vacuum. Again, the proper word is vacuum cleaner. We have a vacuum cleaner um, but in our house, we often say, have you seen the vacuum? Has anyone seen the vacuum? And we're talking about the machine called a vacuum cleaner. You use it to vacuum. Sometimes, I vacuum my room on Saturday mornings so that the carpet is clean. Sometimes I say to Jen, have you seen the vacuum? 
is I need to vacuum my room. Um and I will say this too. Uh it's a tricky word to pronounce because of when you see it but it actually isn't too bad. Vacuum, vacuum, to vacuum. Glue and to glue. So, glue is something you use when you want to stick two things together. You might want to stick two pieces of paper together. You might want to stick two pieces of wood together. So, you can use glue to do this. When you do that, you are using the verb to glue. I'm going to glue these pieces of paper together. I'm going to glue this uh these two pieces of wood together. So, when you glue something, you use glue. You put some glue on it and then when you do this, when you put the two pieces together, we would say that you are gluing. You are going to glue two things together. When I was a kid in school, this was a very common thing to do. We would often uh do a lot of coloring and we would glue things together and make things. It was always fun when I was a young uh, child at school. Aho and to ho. So, aho, I'm not sure if you can see this tool is another garden tool and it has a piece of metal at the end. Aho is used usually to get rid of weeds. Weeds are plants that grow where you don't want them to. So, when you use a hoe, you you could say this. I need the hoe because I need to go hoe the field. So, when you hoe, the action of using the hoe, we use the verb to hoe and the tool itself is called a hoe. Similar to a saw. So, the tool that this lady is using is called a saw. The action she is doing is to saw. She is sawing the board in half. She found the saw now she's going to saw the board in half. Now we do also use the verb to cut when talking about a saw. You can use a saw to cut a board in half. You can also use a saw to uh saw a board in half. Both are fine. I actually think cut is more common. A more common way to describe using a saw. And then we have here a lock. And this lock is being used to lock the door. So, a lock is a device that we use. A small little thing we use when we want to close something and not allow other people in. So, then we will lock whatever we want um to prevent people from going in. So, the little thing on this picture is called a lock. This lock is being used to lock the door. When I leave for work, I lock the door. I put my key in the lock, noun. So, I put it in the lock and then when I turn the key, I'm now using the verb to lock. I put my key in the lock and then I lock the door. So, when you have a lock, you use it to lock things. And then we have a dream and to dream. So, a dream is something that happens at night when you're asleep. You can wake up in the morning and say, oh, I had a dream last night. I imagine that I had millions of dollars and I could swim in pavement. Sorry, this is a kind of a weird picture I just realized. But a dream is something that you have at night. 
When you go to bed though, you might use the verb form to dream and say, I hope that I'm going to dream tonight. I hope that I'm going to dream about something. So, a dream is something that happens at night and to dream is the action of it happening. We also use the word dream to talk about something we want in the future. Um my dream is that my YouTube channel keeps growing. So, sometimes I dream about my YouTube channel getting bigger. That means I'm thinking about it. You might have a dream that you'll be completely fluent in English someday or you might have a dream that you'll someday travel to a country where they speak English and so you dream about that. So, flipping from uh noun to verb very easily. Spray and to spray. So, the generic word for anything that comes out of a can like this is a spray, okay? Um you might buy fly spray, you might buy you might buy mosquito spray. When you buy something that when you push the top, it goes and it comes out usually in a vapor. We would call that a spray. This person is using the verb to spray. He thought, there are mosquitoes here. I'm going to spray mosquito spray on my arms so that the mosquitoes don't bite me. So, when you buy a spray, when you buy fly spray or mosquito spray, you can spray it on yourself. Uh don't spray fly spray on yourself though. That's not a good idea. You can spray mosquito repellent or a mosquito spray on yourself but um uh you can don't spray fly spray on yourself. Not a good idea. A shop and to shop. So, again, sometimes you want to buy something. Maybe you want to buy a book. So, you would go to a shop that sells books or you might call it a store. We kind of use the two words interchangeably. For me, a shop is a small store that usually sells one thing like a candy shop or a book shop uh or um yeah, those would be two good examples. So, you can go to a shop because you want to buy something. The action of buying things is to shop. I am going to shop this afternoon. I am going to buy some things. So, you can shop in a shop. You can go to a shop to do um to buy some things and in order to shop. I really like bookshops by the way. They're one of my favorite things. Used bookshops or used bookstores are a fun place uh when you want to go shop. It's a great place to go. By the way, we also say shopping. I'm going to go shopping or I'm going to go shop. Um what are you going to do today? I'm going to go shopping this afternoon. Um I'm not actually though. I'm going to go um to work this afternoon. Paint and to paint. So, sometimes you look at a wall and you don't like the color and you think I should buy paint and then I should paint the wall. So, you go to the store and you buy paint. You buy paint in a can and then when you come home, you open the can and when you start to put the paint on the wall, we say that you are now um painting. You're using the verb to paint. Um this room hasn't been painted for a while. I think I'm going to paint this room this summer. Um just a few weeks ago, uh Jen and I decided to paint another room in our house. So, we went to the hardware store and we bought paint um and then when we came home, we were able to paint the room. Lots of fun. I like new colors. So, here's a few simple ones. 
You use a brush to brush your hair and you use a comb to comb your hair. So, a brush has I think you know what a brush is. It has a lot more little pointy things and you use it to brush your hair and a comb is thinner and just has some teeth on it and you use it to comb your hair. Both of these things you use the noun. Use brush. I need to find a brush. I need to find a comb because I want to brush my hair or I want to comb my hair. So, very um very cool examples of nouns that are also verbs. And this is something not everyone does but you use floss to floss your teeth. This person is flossing their teeth. I'm going to brush my teeth and I'm going to floss my teeth after this lesson before I go to work. In order to do that, I will use floss. So, once again, using the same word to describe the thing, floss, as well as the action, to floss. And this one has come up a couple of times. Sometimes you need to send an email to someone. Sometimes you need to email someone. So, you can talk about the thing which is an email. I need to write an email to my mom because I might visit her tomorrow. I need to email my mom because I might visit her tomorrow. Notice the difference there. In the first one, I'm using the noun. I'm going to write an email. In the second one, I'm using the verb. I'm going to email my mom. So, you can use it as a noun. You can use it as a verb. I think this actually might make English more confusing. I thought this made English easier but the more I think about it, this might make it harder. Uh, A smell and to smell. So, there's a couple variations here. Something like a flower or herbs or spices have a smell. They when you go like this, you can see that they have a smell. Sometimes um when you use the verb to smell though, you can use it two ways. You can say that if you um let's see, if you put that deodorant on, you're going to smell or I'm going to smell these flowers because they're beautiful. So, to smell can mean to give off an aroma. It can also mean to go like that to see if something has a smell. Not sure if I explain that one really well but definitely things uh, can have a smell and sometimes you're going to smell something and then you can smell its smell. That was really confusing. (laughs) An exit and to exit. Sometimes when you are in a building, you want to leave. So, you look for the exit. An exit is the door that you use to leave a building. At the back of a building, there might be a door and above it, it might say exit. You can use the exit to exit. Sometimes when there's a problem, they'll say everyone needs to exit the building. There's a fire in the kitchen at the restaurant. Everyone needs to exit the building. When they say this, when they use the verb to exit, you would look for an exit. So, you would hear that you need to exit. You would need to look for an exit and then you would exit the building using the exit. I like that sentence by the way. You would exit the building using the exit. If you ever go out in a kayak or in a canoe, you will use a paddle in order to make the canoe or kayak go forward. You will paddle. The action is to paddle. You will paddle the kayak using a paddle. 
it's hard to paddle the kayak when your paddle falls in the water. That happened to me once and then I had to paddle with my hands in order to get my paddle back. I've just said paddle a lot in the last few sentences but the paddle or a paddle is something you use uh in order to propel the boat forward and the action is to paddle. More recently too in the last uh century we've developed something called the phone. Uh you can have a phone in your pocket. I think I lost my phone. It might be on my charger. I can use my phone to phone someone. So, when I need to talk to my mom, I will phone my mom using my phone. Sometimes I can't find my phone and then I can't phone my mom because I can't find my phone. So, the actual device is called a phone. That's the noun. Using the the device to make a call is is to phone someone, okay? When you're texting, you're not phoning. You're texting. You can send You can text someone a text by the way. You can message someone a message as well. Uh let's see here. Uh a vote and to vote. When we have an election, I go and I am allowed to cast a vote. Every person gets a single vote in an election. So, the actual piece of paper is a vote. You get to decide who you want as a leader. The action is called to vote. Sometimes there's an election and Jen and I will go to vote in the evening. I don't usually go vote during the day. I usually go vote or I go to vote at night because it's easier and there's less people there. A cheat and to cheat. Now, there are actually two versions of the word a cheat. Someone who does this, who has the answers in their hand while doing a test, we would say that they are a cheat or we might call them a cheater. I actually think cheater might be more common. Like you're a cheater. If you're playing a game with someone and when they roll the dice, they flip one of the dice to be a different number, you would probably say you're a cheat or you're a cheater. The action of doing that is to cheat. It is not good to cheat on a test. It's bad. You should never cheat on tests. Otherwise, you are a cheat or you are a cheater. And then we have things like a cough and to cough. Sometimes people are sick. Just last week, one of my kids was sick. Uh she had a cough. We could hear her coughing. So, when you have a cough, the when you see someone do this, you would say that that is a cough. The action though is to cough. Sometimes during my live lessons, I get a tickle in my throat and I have to cough. Should drink some water because I actually just have a little bit of a tickle. Uh, but definitely, um, if you go to the doctor, the doctor might say, Oh, do you have a cough? Uh, or have you been coughing? So they might ask using the noun or the verb. Do you have a cough or have you been coughing? Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me, in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.